It is Thanksgiving week, so let the festivities begin with an eight-game slate tonight on Monday, November 21st. We're here to break down each matchup game by game and give you our best picks for the night. You're listening to another episode of the Three and the Key podcast. One, two. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Three in the Key podcast. It is Ethan back once again hosting today. I am riding solo. Uh, Chris and Bobby couldn't make it today, so I am here to break down each game, give you my best plays, whether you like me or not. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Uh, Yeah, I am honestly, I don't know that there's much to talk about from last night's slate of games. Uh, we had some nice ones. Our Wizards pulled it out against Charlotte. Uh, the Lakers looking really good with no LeBron. Absolutely decimated the Spurs last night. Uh, Nuggets with no Jokic or Murray took down a Luka-led Mavericks team. Uh, Steph Curry looked in a groove last night. Ben Simmons with a season high. What did he have? 22 points last night? Yeah, 22 points starting at center. I honestly think he needs to be starting at center from now on. But, uh, yeah, I think that's the most notable stuff from November 20th slate of games. Uh, Really wasn't focused too much on it. You know, football Sundays. uh, Watch a lot of football on Sundays. Basketball kind of sits on the back burner for me. But, uh, yeah, that was just – I just wanted to run through a quick little recap, some of the big stuff from last night. Uh, But I am ready to jump right in to eight-game slate tonight. Uh, so let's let's waste no more time with this. Uh, first game on the slate, we have got the Atlanta Hawks facing the Cleveland Cavaliers. Cavs are two-point favorites right now with an over-under total of 226. As far as injuries go, we have got Karis LeVert. Uh, Karis LeVert is questionable. Kevin Love's questionable. Dean Wade's questionable. Uh, so for this one, we've got two 10-6 teams facing each other. Uh, Atlanta is top five. Fastest teams in the league. Cleveland's all the way down there at the bottom. So this is a big pace-up spot for the Cavs here. Uh, But I'll go ahead and get us started with the Atlanta side of things. I'll start off with John Collins. Cleveland gives out the fifth-most points, fifth-most threes to opposing power forwards, ninth-most fantasy points on FanDuel. Uh, He only has a 16% usage rate this season. He hasn't been incredible. Uh, Not sure what's happening. You You would think playing with two playmakers like Trey Young and DeJounte Murray, he would just be thriving this season. He has put up 29-plus in two of his last three. I mean, he's playing almost 33 minutes a night, which is good. Uh, so I do like him in the spot. He's really dropped a lot. He's 5,600 on DraftKings, and he is down to 5,600 on FanDuel as well. Uh, so I do like John Collins in this matchup. And I will throw out that, that it looks like DeJounte Murray is dropping price, uh, at least on DraftKings. I'm pretty sure he is down to 9,300. While Trey Young looks like he keeps rising up, yeah, Trey Young's up to 9,900. Uh, so if you wanted to catch DeJounte while while his price is dropping, uh, now would be your time at 9,300 on DraftKings, 9,500 on FanDuel. And then I want to shout out a rookie, A.J. Griffin. Uh, ended up coming in playing 30 minutes uh, two nights ago against the Raptors. Played 30 minutes, put up 15 field goal attempts, six three-point attempts. 
ended up dropping 29 fantasy points, uh, hitting eight shots out of his 15 attempts, and it was 17 points, 29 fantasy points. He's 3,500 on DraftKings and is, let me find him on FanDuel real quick. He is 4,000 on FanDuel. His minutes have been slowly increasing. He's gone from 12 minutes to 17 minutes to 21 minutes to 30 minutes. Looking like he might be finding himself a solid uh, home in this rotation as of right now. So for a cheaper option tonight, I like A.J. Griffin. Think you can look for him. And I'll be honest, that's that's it for Atlanta for me. I don't love a lot from this game. I don't really... I mean, Trey Young is almost 10,000. I know he just put up 60 two nights ago, but it's so hard trying to gauge if it's going to be Trey Young or DeJounte doing most of the work each night. So I honestly, I mean, I think I lean DeJounte now that he's a little cheaper, but you, I mean, you could avoid both of them if you wanted to. Uh, but it's ultimately up to you with their price points. Uh, but yeah, that's it for Atlanta for me. I'll go ahead and jump to Cleveland. I think my favorite play for Cleveland is Evan Mobley. Uh, John Collins has not been great defensively this year. Atlanta gives up the first most points, fifth most rebounds, third most DraftKings fantasy points, fourth most on FanDuel, two opposing power forwards this season. Uh, Evan Mobley, let me find him, 7,000. He's up to 7,000 on DraftKings, 7,400 on FanDuel. Definitely a little bit pricier, but he's put up 37-plus in four of his last five, including one with 46 fantasy points, one with 58 fantasy points. Uh, so I do like him in the spot against a weak uh, Atlanta front court defense. So I don't really mind paying that $7,000 for him. Uh, so I do like Mobley in this spot. Uh, he even has a 19.3% usage rate this season, which is pretty nice for a power forward who plays the way Mobley does. Uh, so yeah, I like Mobley in this spot. I'll be honest, besides Mobley, there's not a whole lot I'm loving here. I mean, if Karis LeVert ends up sitting... I think you could look at Chetty Osman all the way down there at 3,300 on DraftKings, 3,700 on FanDuel. I know it was a bit of a blowout, but he ended up coming in playing 37 minutes last game when Karis LeVert left for an injury. Put up 47 fantasy points on 17 shot attempts, 11 three-point attempts. Like I said, bit of a blowout, but regardless, he got those minutes with Karis LeVert getting hurt. So keep an eye on Karis LeVert's status for tonight. Uh, as far as that Cleveland backcourt goes, though, Darius Garland's up to 9,000 on DraftKings. Mitchell's 9,100. Uh, and then on FanDuel, Garland's 8,400. Mitchell's 9,600. I have no problem paying that Garland price tag, especially on FanDuel at 8,400. That's still too cheap for someone like Darius Garland, so I definitely think you could look to him on FanDuel if you wanted to. I mean, he just put up 38 fantasy points in 28 minutes. He's just been a consistent option this season, averaging 42 fantasy points a game. He averages 58 fantasy points at home this season. Don't know how much stock you can put into that, but could mean something. Uh, he plays good at home, plays good in front of his hometown crowd. Uh, so, yeah, I like Garland especially on FanDuel, but I do think 9,000 isn't crazy for him on DraftKings, especially considering maybe Trey Young will be guarding him tonight and Murray will be worried uh, about Donovan Mitchell. Uh, so just, I mean, you can, you can look at either of them if you want to. I definitely lean, though, uh, I lean Garland for just a little bit cheaper, especially on FanDuel. And then, yeah, just keep an eye on Karis LeVert's status for tonight. If he's out, uh, like Chetty Osman. But that's it. I don't I don't really like a lot from this game, if I'm being honest. Uh, so I just, I'm just ready to move on to the next one. Because the next one, I have a lot that I like. We have the Orlando Magic facing the Indiana Pacers. Pacers are six-and-a-half-point favorites with an over-under total of 226-and-a-half. 
As far as injuries, we've got Wendell Carter, questionable. Paolo Banquero out. Mo Wagner is out again. Andrew Nemhard is probable. And that looks like it's it as far as new injuries. Uh, but I will go ahead and say this is a bit of a pace-up spot for Orlando. Indiana's a very fast-paced team with Halliburton at the helm now. And uh, they both are tied for seventh-worst three-point defense in the league. So... This could be a high-scoring one. A lot of threes being chucked up. Uh, so I love this game tonight. But I will go ahead and start us on the Orlando side. Franz Wagner. Uh, oh, and for the injury report, Mo Wagner's out if I if I missed his first name or anything. Uh, but I like Franz Wagner tonight. Indiana gives up second-most points, third-most assists, seventh-most threes, third-most fantasy points on DraftKings, fourth-most on FanDuel, two opposing shooting guards this season. That's where he's been starting. He averages a 27% usage rate with no Paolo Bencaro. I mean, he has just been looking good recently. Uh, let me just pull him up real quick. Yeah, he's put up 33-plus in his last four, including one with over 40. Uh, he's only at 7,200 on DraftKings, a little bit pricier. They bumped him up a little bit. 7,200 on DraftKings, 7,100 on FanDuel, but he gets a lot more duties and playmaking duties with no Paolo Mancaro, so I'm willing to pay up for that against a poor Indiana defense here. Uh, so I like Wagner. I think you could look at Chumo Kiki if you wanted to with no Bancaro. He is down to 5200 on DraftKings, same price he was at the other night. And where is he on FanDuel? 4600 on FanDuel. Indiana gives up the 8th most points, 2nd most rebounds, 7th most fantasy points, 2 opposing small forwards. That's where he's been starting. He's an up-and-down guy. I mean, he only attempted three shots last game, which is crazy in 25 minutes. But if he's attempting those shots, he can get you 20, 25 fantasy points. I don't love him at this price point just because there's not an insane amount of upside. I mean, he's put up 35 fantasy points in a game this season, but that was once. And then he's put up 20-plus in a few more. So, I mean, not an insane amount of upside. Definitely a little bit pricier, but he does have a good matchup tonight. And a lot rides on Wendell Carter Jr. He is still questionable with a foot injury. Uh, Indiana gives up the third most points, sixth most fantasy points on DraftKings, eighth most on FanDuel to centers this season. He's been putting up almost 35-plus in his last four. He's up to 7,600 on DraftKings, 7,000 on FanDuel. I definitely like that on FanDuel. Plus, you can play him at the power forward spot. But if he ends up sitting tonight, Bull Bull is going to probably get to do whatever he wants once again. I mean, last game without Wendell Carter, he played 34 minutes. This was against Indiana, actually, too, just the other night. Played 34 minutes, shot 9 for 15, 2 for 3 from 3. Ended with 22 points, 11 rebounds, 2 blocks, 42 fantasy points. He's put up 30-plus fantasy points in his last five, including two with over 40. He's up to 6,900 on DraftKings, 6,700 on FanDuel. So I like Bull Bull in this spot tonight. Even if Wendell Carter plays, you could still look for him, but his value definitely goes up if Wendell Carter ends up sitting. And then I'll also touch on Jalen Suggs real quick. He has a 24.4% usage rate with no Palo this season. He averages 32 fantasy points without Palo and has put up 35-plus in his last three. He's looking in a rhythm. He's looking good. He's had 12 shot attempts, 16, 17, all in his last three. He's just been really solid playing over 30 minutes a night. He's only up to 6,300 on DraftKings, 66 on FanDuel. Uh, so I think you could look to him again tonight. But I think that's it for the Orlando side of things. As far as any cheap plays go, 
Uh, there is Gary Harris down here. He's back. Uh, he was out last game, but he came back the game before that. Ended up playing 24 minutes in his season debut. Put up five field goal attempts. He's definitely a little bit pricier, 4400 for a guy who just came back. Kind of crazy. 4400 on DraftKings, 36 on FanDuel. Really like that on FanDuel if you're looking for a cheap guy. That's 100 above minimum price. Uh, so he's really the only cheap option I have for Orlando. And if something happens, Window Carter does sit. Mo Bamba, obviously, should probably start and should be good again. 5800 on DraftKings, 56 on FanDuel, but... I think that's it for the Magic, so I'll jump to Indiana. I'll go ahead and kickstart it with Tyrese Halliburton. He is no stranger to being named on this podcast. He's 9400 now on DraftKings, 9100 on FanDuel. They've definitely bumped his price. But at the rate he's been playing this season, I honestly don't mind paying for that. He's put up 40-plus in his last, uh, looks like his last seven games, including three with over 50. He's averaging 47 fantasy points a game this season. Orlando gives up the eighth most points. Uh, ninth most threes to opposing point guards, eighth most fantasy points. He's got a 23.5% usage rate this season. He's just been so good, and I'm going to continue to play him every night until he fails me. So I'm willing to pay up for Halliburton tonight. And then I will also shout out Buddy Heald. Like I said, Orlando's tied for seventh worst three-point defense in the league. I know he's up to 6,700 on DraftKings and 69 on FanDuel, but Orlando gives up the fourth most threes to opposing small forwards. That's what he does. He's attempted 11, 13, 11 in three of his last four games. Uh, he's definitely he's definitely not on that hot streak that he was uh, like a week ago. A couple weeks ago, he was just insane every single night, but he's playing a poor three-point defense tonight, so I like healed in this matchup. And then I'll shout out Miles Turner real quick. Orlando gives up the 8th most fantasy points on DraftKings, 6th most on FanDuel, 2 opposing centers. He's averaging 39 fantasy points a game this season. He's been so solid since he's come back from injury. 39 last game, 34 before that, 46 before that, 38, 40, 62. He's just been so consistent. He's only had like two bad games this season. He is up to 7,500 on DraftKings, 79 on FanDuel. Definitely pricier, but he's the clear-cut number two guy on this Indiana team behind Tyrese Halliburton. Uh, so I do like him in this spot tonight against a bit of a weaker Orlando defense. But I think that's it as far as this game goes. I really like this game. think it should be high scoring uh, and should be a good fantasy game as well. All righty, next game on the slate, we have got the Boston Celtics facing the Chicago Bulls. Celtics are six-point favorites right now with an over-under total of 230. That is higher than the Magic and Pacers game, which is crazy. As far as injury reports, the only thing we have is Marcus Smart is active tonight. Uh, looks like he should be back regaining those starting point guard duties. Uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and jump right into this with the Boston side of things. I really like Jason Tatum tonight. He should slide up to back to that small forward spot uh, with Grant Williams starting once again. And Chicago's been really bad against small forwards this season. Give up the fifth most points, sixth most assists, sixth most threes, two opposing small forwards, fifth most fantasy points. Jason Tatum also has a 31.5% usage rate this season. He averages 55 fantasy points against Chicago in two games this season. He's just been so, so good this season. And DeMar DeRozan has just been horrible defensively, so I really like Jason Tatum in this spot. But I also like Jalen Brown, too, up at that shooting guard spot. Zach Levine is also not good defensively. 
Uh, so I had 8,500 on DraftKings and 8,500 on FanDuel as well. I uh, really like Jalen Brown and Tatum in the spot. And uh, I don't know if I named Tatum's price. He's 10-6 on DraftKings, 10-2 on FanDuel. You could run both of them if you wanted to. You could flip-flop. Uh, I mean, I just really like both of them tonight against a weak Chicago defense. Uh, and then I think, honestly, it's really just Brown and Tatum that I like for the Celtics tonight. With Marcus Smart back, there's not too much value anymore with some of those cheap uh, point guards like Derek White, Brogdon, Pritchard, all those guys. I mean, Brogdon... If he gets the minutes, it's super cheap, 4900 on DraftKings, 5000 on FanDuel. But his minutes have died down recently, and that's with Marcus Smart not playing. So I don't I don't love playing Brogdon tonight. Uh, Horford's not too expensive. Vucevic is not good defensively either. Uh, the only stat is really Chicago gives up 10th most threes to opposing centers. He does shoot a good amount of threes. Like I said, Vucevic isn't great defensively. Horford averages 24 fantasy points in two games against them this season. 5,700 on DraftKings, 55 on FanDuel. You can also play him at Power Forward. So if you wanted to look for him tonight, I think you could. But I do think that's it for the Boston side of things. So I'll jump right into Chicago. Uh, Zach Levine actually has a pretty good matchup tonight. Boston's not very good against that shooting guard spot this season. They give up sixth, sixth most points, eighth most fantasy points on DraftKings, seventh most on FanDuel, two opposing shooting guards. He's got a 27.4% usage rate this season. He's got to be upset. He just got benched in the whole fourth quarter of last game because he was playing so bad. He shot 1 for 14 from the field, 0 for 5 from 3. He was just all around terrible last game. Have to imagine he comes out wanting to prove himself tonight. He's dropped down to 7,000 on DraftKings, 6,900 on FanDuel. I'm paying that all day for Levine. I mean, he's got to be angry. He's got to come out firing tonight. Uh, so I like him in the spot with a good matchup as well. Uh, I do also think you could look at DeRozan. He's put up 43-plus fantasy points in three of his last four. He had 30 field goal attempts last game. Like I said, Zach Levine got benched, so that's probably a big reason why he had so many shot attempts. But still, he averages 50 fantasy points in two games against Boston this season. And he's dropped all the way down to 7,900 on DraftKings, 82 on FanDuel. Uh, so I think you could look for Levine and DeRozan tonight, honestly. This should be a high-scoring affair. i got to imagine Levine and DeRozan versus Brown and Tatum is going to be a very real thing tonight. Uh, so I like both of those duos. Uh, and I, that might honestly be it for the Chicago side of things. You could look at Vooch, too. He's up to 7,400 on DraftKings. And 7900 on FanDuel, bit pricey in my opinion. Boston does give up the second most rebounds, ninth most threes, two opposing centers. He's definitely, uh, he's had some down games, but he's also had some really big games this season. He does average 52 versus Boston two games this season. So if you want to look for him, you can. He's definitely a little bit pricey, though. Uh, and then a cheap center option, 3900 on DraftKings, 43 on FanDuel. Andre Drummond. He's just a fantasy center. When he comes in and gets the minutes, he can get you 20-plus fantasy points uh, as long as he's really grabbing those rebounds. Uh, so I think if you're in desperate need of a cheap center tonight, Andre Drummond could be your guy. Uh, and I think that might be it for this game. I think it should be a good game to watch, but there's not too much I love besides uh, the star duos on each team. So I'll go ahead and jump straight into the next one. we got the Portland Trailblazers visiting the Milwaukee Bucks. Bucks are nine and a half point favorites with an over/under total of two fourteen and a half. Pretty sure that is lowest on the slate. 
Uh, looks like this one should be a low-scoring affair as far as injuries go. We have got Damian Lillard, Keon Johnson, Gary Payton II all out for Portland. In Milwaukee, it's their usual. Joe Ingles, Wesley Matthews, Chris Middleton out. Pat Connaughton is active tonight. That's a big one. A uh, big, big rotational piece that they are gaining back tonight. Uh, but I'll be honest with you guys, this might be my least favorite game on the slate, especially after figuring out that Dame isn't playing. Uh, he's got some calf strain. It looks like he's going to miss a week. Uh, so definitely look for Anthony Simons, though, tonight. 8,100 on FanDuel, 74 on DraftKings. That is way too low, in my opinion. 7,400 is insanely cheap. Even 8,100 isn't bad. No Damian Lillard. I mean, he should uh, have a lot of the point guard duties tonight, playmaking duties, should have the ball in his hands a lot, should be shooting a ton. I mean, even with Dame, he's had 19, 20, 16, 20, 18 field goal attempts all in his last five. Uh, so, yeah, he's fairly cheap for what his role is going to be tonight. So I like Anthony Simons. Uh, Shaden Sharp is another super cheap option, down to 3,800 on DraftKings. Uh, let me find him on FanDuel. 4,700 on FanDuel. Should play some good minutes with no Dame. Uh, Justice Winslow. It's another one that I love to shout out. 4,400 on FanDuel, 4,400 on DraftKings as well. No Dame means he should be getting some more point guard duties tonight. Uh, when Dame and Simons were out back a couple weeks ago, he was the one running point guard. So I have to imagine coming off the bench, he'll be like kind of like the backup point guard. So I really like him if he's going to be playing that role tonight at 4,400 on both sites. Uh, so I like Justice Winslow as a cheap option. I mean, he's been playing good minutes even with Dame playing. Uh, so I like him regardless. And then, uh, sorry about that. Jeremy Grant is up to 7,300 on DraftKings and 7,600 on FanDuel. He averages 37 fantasy points a game with no Dame this season uh, in five games played without him. Uh, he should get a ton of shots tonight. He looks like when Dame was sitting, he attempted 11, 18, 17, 10, 20 field goals. Uh, he should definitely get the ball in his hands a lot more tonight. So I like Jeremy Grant in this spot. And then I even think Yusuf Nurkic should get the ball in his hands a little more too. Uh, without Dame, I just had it pulled up. He averages uh, 36 fantasy points a game. Uh, so just two guys who should be good without Damian Lillard. Uh, should get some more shot attempts. But yeah. That's it for the Portland side of things. I'll go ahead and jump to Milwaukee. I'm going to be completely honest. I have one player from the Bucks tonight that I like, and that is Brooke Lopez. Portland gives up the sixth most points, sixth most assists, tenth most fantasy points on DraftKings, two opposing centers. He has just been so solid this season, averaging 33 fantasy points a game. He's put up 30-plus in four of his last five, even with Giannis back. Uh, doesn't really take away from anything. He's attempting a decent amount of shots. Uh, he's attempted double-digit shots in most of his games this season. Uh, so, yeah, Nurkic isn't incredible defensively, so I really like Brook Lopez in this spot. Uh, and then, I mean, I'll talk about him real quick. Giannis, of course, is 12,400 on DraftKings, 11,300 on FanDuel. I don't know how this game's going to play out tonight. And the way Giannis has been playing doesn't strike me as a $12,000 player. I mean, he's put up 50 or under in his last four games. Uh, I think his highest total this season, he has put up a 70. Uh, he's put up a couple 60s, but I don't love him paying for 12000 uh, And Like I said, I don't know how this game's going to play out tonight with no Dame. Uh, although it almost feels like this season when a guy, when a team loses their star player, they somehow 
hold it together and will either come out and win their next game or keep it super close. So like I said, it's the NBA. I have no idea how this stuff's going to play out. I just don't love Giannis tonight. And then there is Drew Holiday. Uh, only played 23 minutes last game uh, coming off the bench. Uh, he is 8,300 on DraftKings, 7,800 on FanDuel. So if he's playing full minutes tonight and starting, uh, that's not a bad price for him. So I don't mind that. But yeah, I think that's it for this Portland-Milwaukee game. So I'll go ahead and jump to the next one. Let's see what we got here. We have got another one of my favorites on the night, the New York Knicks facing the Oklahoma City Thunder. The Thunder are two-point favorites over the Knicks with an over-under total of 230-and-a-half as far as injuries go. I know Mitch Robinson is playing, Cam Reddish is questionable, and Derrick Rose is questionable. Uh, for OKC, we got Darius Baisley, Isaiah Zoe, Isaiah, Isaiah Zoe. Darius Baisley, Isaiah Joe, Trey Mann, Alexis Pakushevsky all out tonight. Uh, I'll go ahead and kickstart us with the New York Knicks. Uh, gosh, man, there's not a lot I like for the Knicks, if I'm being honest. Uh, I will shout out Julius Randle. He's up, he is up to 8,400 on DraftKings and uh, 7,800 on FanDuel. Definitely pricier. He has put up 44 against OKC already this season, uh, just about a week ago. Uh, OKC gives up the ninth most fantasy points to opposing power forwards on DraftKings. He's been pretty solid this season, averaging around 38 fantasy points. He's definitely fallen off a bit recently, putting up 30 or under in three of his last four. I mean, 8400 is kind of a bit more expensive price tag than I wanted. Uh, so I don't love Randall, but I do think you could look to him tonight. And then whoever's at that center spot has a really good matchup, but I don't know who's that going to be because Hartenstein, Mitch Robinson, and Jericho Sims all played 15 minutes each last game. Jericho Sims had three fouls. Mitch Robinson had one foul. Hartenstein had two fouls, so it's not even like it was foul trouble keeping anyone out. Tom Thibodeau was literally just running three centers 15 minutes each. So, I mean... OKC gives up the 7th most points, 5th most rebounds, 4th most fantasy points, 2 opposing centers. So I, I wanted to like a center tonight. I just don't know who it's going to be. If I had to pick one, I'd probably go Mitch Robinson. He played 17 minutes last game, which is a couple more than the other guys. He's 5000 on DraftKings, 4400 on FanDuel. I definitely don't mind paying that on FanDuel. But yeah, I mean, it's definitely risky, but you can honestly pick whichever one you want. But I'd probably lean Mitch Robinson. I think he's got the most upside out of any of them. And I think that's honestly it. R.J. Barrett's definitely dropped in price, but he's just been not good recently. Uh, whereas Jalen Brunson is up to 7,100 on DraftKings, 73 on FanDuel. Uh, he's been pretty decent, putting up 35-plus in looks like five of his last six uh, so if you wanted to pay that for him, definitely don't mind that. It's not a bad price point for Jalen Brunson attempting double-digit field goals a game. Uh, but yeah, I think that's it as far as New York goes. I'll go ahead and get started with OKC. Uh, New York is the worst three-point defending team in the league. So I will go ahead and get us started with Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Has an incredible matchup tonight at that point guard spot. New York gives up the seventh most points, seventh most rebounds, sixth most assists, first most threes, third most fantasy points, two opposing point guards. I mean, talk about a matchup for a superstar player tonight. He has a 32.4% usage rate this season, averaging 51 fantasy points a game, 10,000 on DraftKings, 10.5 on FanDuel. I don't mind paying that whatsoever. 
because you know he's going to be shooting the ball, handling the ball, doing everything he possibly can out there for that Thunder team. I mean, he's put up 59-plus in three of his last four. Uh, just had his worst game last game, putting up 33 fantasy points. Yeah, that's only his second worst game of the season. He's only had, uh, looks like, three games this season with 36 or under. That is insane. So like I said, I have no problem paying this $10,000 price tag for a guy like Shea Gilgis-Alexander. I mean, he's just been incredible this season. Uh, and then I'll also shout out Josh Giddy at that small forward spot. That's where he's been starting most of the season. Uh, New York gives up the second most points, third most rebounds, second most threes, fourth most fantasy points, two opposing small forwards. He even has a 25% usage rate this season, just put up 46 last game. I mean, in one game against the Knicks this season, he put up 59, had a triple-double. It wouldn't surprise me if he got another triple-double, uh, but also don't take that statement to the bank. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I really like Shea and Giddy in this spot tonight. Uh, I think those are my two favorites for OKC. I love both of them. Uh, I also like the center for tonight, Jeremiah Robinson Earl. I'd have to imagine he's starting with no Paku or Baisley. He's 3,600 on DraftKings, 43 on FanDuel. He just played 27 minutes, 28 minutes last game, put up 29 fantasy points. Besides him and Muscala and this rookie Jalen Williams, they're the only centers on the roster with no Baisley or Paku, who are usually like their small ball centers. Uh, and Baisley is the only one who played significant minutes last game, so I have to imagine that sticks for tonight. And with New York running a crazy center rotation, maybe that could benefit Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Uh, but yeah, also shout out Jalen Williams real quick, shooting guard. Uh, he's put up 23-plus in his last three, including 39 last game. Uh, against the Knicks this season, he wasn't good whatsoever, only played 20 minutes. But he's been starting recently. Right now he's in the projected starting lineup. So if he starts again, even if he doesn't, he should still be good. 4,300 on DraftKings and 5,100 on FanDuel. Uh, so I think that's it for this New York OKC game. I uh, definitely like it a lot for fantasy. Also could be a very fun one to watch too. Uh, but yeah, I will go ahead and jump straight into the next one. We have got the Golden State Warriors facing New Orleans Pelicans. Pelicans are six-point favorites right now with an over-under total of 232.5. As far as injuries go, we have got uh, Clay Thompson. Uh, no, there's no injury designation. I don't know why that's there. Uh, Zion is probable, and Trey Murphy is questionable. I mean, keep an eye out. This could be one of those games where Steve Kerr rests some of his guys on a back-to-back. -back. Uh, maybe someone like Klay Thompson could sit, or like a Draymond Green. I'm not sure. Just keep an eye out. I'm going to talk like they're playing, though. I will shout out some guys at the end uh, in case they do sit, but I'm going to talk like they're playing, like I said. So uh, I'll start with the Golden State side of things. Golden State, I will shout out real quick, is the fastest team in the league. So this is going to be a pace-up spot for the Pelicans tonight. Should be pretty fast-paced. Uh, but I'll start off with Andrew Wiggins. Really like him in this spot. New Orleans gives up the most points, fifth-most assists to opposing small forwards, second-most fantasy points. Uh, and he even has a 21.2% usage rate this season. Uh, gosh, he's really cheap on FanDuel. Uh, on DraftKings, 6,600. FanDuel, 6,500. Love him at this price tonight. I mean, he's averaging 34 fantasy points a game this season. He's put up 30-plus in his last two, attempting 15-plus field goals. He's just got such a favorable matchup tonight, and I'm paying him. I'm paying up for him at that price point all day for under 7,000. 
Uh, and then I will shout out Steph Curry. I don't know that he's going to put up another 70. He had 77 last night. It's crazy. He's just been on a tear this season, averaging 56 fantasy points a game. He did drop $100 on DraftKings. He's 10-6 on DraftKings now, 10-4 on FanDuel. If he's playing tonight, playing full minutes, that's not a bad price point for what he's been producing this season. I mean, he's put up 70-plus fantasy points in two of his last three. So if you wanted to pay up for him tonight, definitely couldn't blame you as long as he's playing. Uh, and then even if Clay Thompson plays, at only 5,900 on DraftKings, 56 on FanDuel, he's a high-volume shooter. He attempts a crap ton of shots, crap ton of threes each game. I like playing guys that are going to be chucking the ball because no matter what, you know they're going down shooting. So he even dropped $100 on DraftKings after putting up 58 last night. Uh, so if he does play tonight, you definitely could look for him again. I do think there's a big chance he, though, could be a guy that sits tonight on the back-to-back. -back. Uh, that's really it for Golden State. If anyone sits tonight, some guys to look at might be Jordan Poole and uh, Jonathan Kuminga, and maybe even like a Anthony Lamb. All the way down there. I don't know about Anthony Lamb. He was terrible last game. Didn't play much. I'd have to imagine Kuminga and Poole, though, could be two of your best uh, if some key players end up sitting tonight. But just keep an eye on that. I'll update everything tonight on the 3 and Key Twitter. Uh, find us at 3 and Key Pod on Twitter. That's number 3, 3 and Key Pod. I'll put out injury reports tonight. Keep you guys all updated so that you can fix your lineups accordingly, your bets accordingly, all that stuff. Uh, but I think that's it for the Golden State side, so I'll go ahead and jump to New Orleans. Uh, I really, really like Zion in the spot in his return game. Golden State gives up second most points, eighth most rebounds, eighth most assists, fourth most fantasy points on DraftKings, sixth most on FanDuel, two opposing power forwards this season. Pretty crazy considering Draymond Green is still the starting power forward, and being the great defender he is, uh, it's pretty surprising they haven't been good against power forwards this season. Uh, Zion even has a 29% usage rate this season. I know he's 8,700 on DraftKings, 82 on FanDuel, really like that price point. Uh, but he is averaging 39 fantasy points a game this season when he plays. Uh, I know he only put up 22 in 27 minutes against them earlier this season, but I like him to bounce back uh, from that. Tonight, in his return game back, uh, he hasn't played in looks like nine days. Uh, definitely been a while, but I do like him tonight. In the spot, I also like Brandon Ingram. Golden State gives up the most rebounds, sixth most assists, fifth most fantasy points on DraftKings, sixth most on FanDuel to opposing shooting guards. He has a 27% usage rate this season, and he's also not as expensive as I thought. 8,200 on DraftKings, uh, 7,900 on FanDuel, super cheap. Uh, so I like him at that price point tonight. He put up 43 against Golden State earlier this season. Uh, he's put up 39-plus in three of his last four. So I like him and Zion tonight. And then I'm also keeping an eye on those centers because they have a great matchup tonight. Uh, Valanchunas and Nance. I'm totally, though, leaning Larry Nance because especially when Zion plays, they love to close the games with Larry Nance. Uh, so I'm leaning Nance here at 4,800 on DraftKings, 53 on FanDuel. I mean, Golden State gives up the fourth most points, seventh most rebounds, fifth most fantasy points, two opposing centers this season. Like I said, when Zion plays, they seem to like to close with Larry Nance at that center spot. He's put up 30-plus in three of his last four. Just been so good, and he's not even above 5,000 on DraftKings. He's only 53 on FanDuel. Really, really like Larry Nance in this spot tonight. And, yeah, I think that's it for this Warriors-Pelicans game. 
Uh, I don't really have any cheap options for the Pelicans now that uh, Zion's back tonight. So I think we'll just go ahead and jump to the next one. All right, next game on the slate, we have got the Miami Heat facing the Minnesota Timberwolves. The Timberwolves are 8.5-point favorites right now with an over-under total of 219.5. As far as injuries go, we've got a few tonight. Uh, Gabe Vincent's probable. Tyler Hero questionable. Duncan Robinson doubtful. Jimmy Butler is out. Uh, Minnesota has got no one on the injury report tonight. Good for them. Uh, Minnesota, yeah, is top five in pace this season. Miami's bottom five, so this is going to be a big pace-up spot for Miami tonight, uh, especially with no Jimmy Butler. They should be forced to run a little faster tonight, uh, keep a higher pace, so we'll see how that all plays out. I will go ahead and start us with Miami. I really like Kyle Lowry tonight. Minnesota gives up third most points, third most rebounds, fifth most threes, fifth most fantasy points, two opposing point guards this season. He has a 22% usage rate when Jimmy Butler sits this season. And uh lost him for a second. Let me find him. He's 7,200 on DraftKings and up to 7,200 on FanDuel as well. I uh, had a really bad game last game, only putting up 18. Shot two for 10, one for seven from three. Game before that, put up 70. We all know what happened that night. Triple-double against the Washington Wizards. He was just off the charts that night. Crazy. But he boasts a really good matchup tonight, so... I'm totally willing to go back to him tonight uh, with a price drop tonight at 7,200 on both sites. So I really like Lowry in the spot. I also like Caleb Martin. Uh, Minnesota is really bad against that small forward spot, and that's where he's been starting with all these injuries lately, with uh, Jovich coming in and starting at that power forward spot. Minnesota gives up the fourth most points, third most threes, two opposing small forwards, eighth most fantasy points on DraftKings. He even is up to a 15% usage rate with no Jimmy, which is pretty high for a guy like Caleb Martin. Uh, he is 5,400 on DraftKings, 5,400 on FanDuel as well. It's funny how all these prices are working out. Uh, he put up 23 last game, 28th game before that uh, with no Jimmy or Hero. Uh, things could definitely change if Tyler Hero ends up playing tonight, uh, but I do like Martin in this spot. If Tyler Hero plays, he's so underpriced. Uh, I think he's 77, yeah, 7,700 on DraftKings and... 7,200 on FanDuel. If something happens and he comes back and is starting playing full minutes tonight, he's way too cheap. So keep an eye on his status. Like I said, we'll be updating you guys all later on the Twitter account. Uh, and then I also really like Nikola Jovic tonight, starting at that power forward spot again. He's only 4,000 on DraftKings, 4,500 on FanDuel. Minnesota gives up the fourth most points, first most assists, first most threes, Fifth most fantasy points on DraftKings, second on Fandle to opposing power forwards this season. He even still was up to a 15.3% usage rate with Bam playing last game. Put up 22 fantasy points last game, 26 the game before. Uh, he played 32 minutes last game, 30 minutes the game before that. Even had nine shot attempts with Bam back last game. So I'm not worried about uh, Bam taking away anything from Jovic tonight. So I really, really like him as a cheap option tonight. Uh, and yeah, I think that's it for the Miami side of things. Uh, just shout out real quick. Minnesota's the second worst three-point defense in the league right now. So uh, keep that in mind. And I'll jump to Minnesota now. Miami is also the third worst three-point defense in the league. So should be a lot of threes going up tonight. A lot of threes being chucked up. Uh, so I'll go ahead and get us started with Anthony Edwards. Miami gives up the fourth most points, second most threes to that opposing shooting guard spot. He's got a 26.6% usage rate this season. He's been really, really good his last two games. Put up 40-plus in his last two. Uh, in his last three or four, he's put up 40-plus as well. Put up 63 in one of those. 
He's attempted 20-plus field goals in his last two, and he's only up to 7,600 on DraftKings and FanDuel. Uh, so against a terrible three-point defense tonight, really like Edwards in this spot to look for a shot once again. Uh, I also think Jalen, uh, no, Jaden McDaniels. Sorry, I got the McDaniels twins mixed up for a second. I like Jaden McDaniels in this matchup. Miami gives up seventh most points, eighth most threes, sixth most fantasy points to opposing small forwards. He's only 5,300 on FanDuel and 4,700 on DraftKings. Uh, he's put up 20-plus in four of his last five, including a 30 and a 40 fantasy point performance. Uh, so he should be pretty good in this matchup tonight. And then also shout out Rudy Gobert. Just because it's insane to see him at 6,600 now on DraftKings and 7,500 on FanDuel. I mean, on DraftKings, that is insane price for Rudy Gobert. I know he hasn't been anything special this season, but he is still averaging 35 fantasy points a game and has put up 30-plus in three of his last five games. Uh, so for that cheap, I'm definitely going to have him in some lineups tonight. But I think that's it for this Heat-Timberwolves game. I think we've only got one game left, so... I mean, let's go ahead and finish this thing off. Final game on the slate. We've got the Utah Jazz facing the L.A. Clippers. Clippers are three-and-a-half-point favorites right now with an over-under total of 222. Injury report, we got Mike Conley and Rudy Gay out for the Jazz. Paul George is questionable. Luke Kennard is out for the Clippers. Uh, Utah's top ten in pace this season. Should be a bit of a pace-up spot for the Clippers tonight. Uh, but also, there's no Mike Conley, so... The offense could look a little different for the Jazz tonight. Right now, projected lineup has Malik Beasley jumping in the starting lineup and Clarkson starting at that point guard spot. Not totally sure what's going to happen. I could very well see that being the starting lineup, but Sexton could also jump in, so keep an eye on that. Uh, I will go ahead and talk about Sexton and Beasley real quick just because they're going to get a lot more minutes with no Mike Conley. Sexton's all the way down to 4,400 on DraftKings and 4,800 on FanDuel. Have to imagine he's getting 20-plus minutes tonight. He's, I mean, that's so cheap. I'm paying that all day. I, I mean, I just I feel like he should be seeing 25-plus minutes tonight with no Mike Conley. Uh, so, like I said, I got no problem paying that. In 27 minutes against the Clippers earlier this season, he put up 30. I'm pretty sure that was with, yeah, that was with Mike Conley playing 33 minutes that game. So, have to imagine Sexton is getting his run tonight. So, I love him at that price. And then Malik Beasley as well, like I said, is in the projected lineup. Regardless, he has put up almost 30-plus in five of his last six and is only 4,600 on DraftKings, 5,700 on FanDuel, paying that all day again for Malik Beasley. I mean, he has just been on fire. He's attempted double-digit shots in his last six. Just been so, so good recently. So I like both of them tonight as cheaper guard options. And then also shout-out Jordan Clarkson. Like I said, right now he's a projected point guard tonight. Regardless of what happens, he should see some, some more shots, some more playmaking duties, more ball handling. So at only 6,400 on DraftKings, 6,000 on Clarkson. I mean, 6,000 on Clarkson. 6,000 on FanDuel. I uh, really like Jordan Clarkson in this spot again tonight. So Sexton, Beasley, Clarkson, really like all of them tonight. Uh, and then the only other person I'll really shout out is Jared Vanderbilt. He's down to 5,100 on DraftKings and 48 on FanDuel. Clippers give up 7th most rebounds, 10th most fantasy points on DraftKings to opposing power forwards. He's a great rebounder. I mean, it's probably his best skill set right now uh, fantasy-wise. Uh, so he does have a favorable matchup tonight, so he could be pretty good, and he's not too expensive. Uh, but I think my favorites for Utah are that Sexton, Beasley, and Clarkson combination. 
I mean, you could roll – those three guys could be in the same lineup. You could swap them, mix them up. Uh, I like all of them. Uh, so I think that's it, honestly, for the Utah side of things. I will shout out Markinen real quick. Is 7,800 on DraftKings, 77 on FanDuel. Could see a couple more shots tonight, maybe even handling the ball a tiny bit more with no Conley. Uh, he's put up 40-plus in his last two, looking like he's finding his rhythm again a little bit more. Uh, but yeah, I think that's it for the Jazz. I'll go ahead and jump to the Clippers. Like I said, Paul George is questionable. If he does end up suiting up, though, he's under 10K on DraftKings, 9,600, and he's 9,000 on FanDuel. If he plays, I really, really like him at that price. I mean, he had 30 fantasy points in 15 minutes last game before he left the game due to injury. Uh, so I do like him in this spot if he plays for under 10,000. I also like the point guards, Reggie Jackson, John Wall. Utah gives up sixth most fantasy points to opposing point guards, and I have to imagine their defense probably gets a little worse with no Conley. Conley's a uh, decent defender. Uh, not completely sure how Sexton or Beasley Clarkson are on the defensive end, but regardless, I like Reggie Jackson and John Wall tonight. Reggie Jackson's cheaper and has put up 33 in his last two fantasy games, so I honestly might lean him. He's been he's been really solid recently, hitting his stride. But, I mean, so is John Wall. He's put up 30-plus in two of his last three, 25-plus in, uh, gosh, looks like seven of his last eight. I mean, he just had 40 last game. 15 assists, 4 steals. So you could look at either of them if you want to. It's kind of up to you which one you want to pick. Uh, have to imagine if Paul George sits, though, they're both getting good run. Uh, because you can run, they can run Reggie at that shooting guard, John Wall at that point guard. So if Paul George sits, I really like both of them. If Paul George plays, though, I mean, you, you kind of got to decide at that point which one you think is going to go off. Um, not, I'm not 100% sure which one I'm totally leaning right now. I think they both could be good tonight. I'll definitely sprinkle both of them in some lineups tonight, though. Uh, and then I really, really like uh, Zubac tonight. Utah has been really bad against that center spot with Olenek starting. They give up the first most points, sixth most rebounds, second most fantasy points, two opposing centers. He's only 6,300 on DraftKings, 5,900 on FanDuel. Love him for that price tonight. I know he's been a little up and down recently with putting up 21 or under in three of his last four games. But he was really good to start the season against Utah this season. He put up 34 fantasy points in 34 minutes. He's got such a good matchup. Olenek is not good defensively, so I really, really like Zubac in this matchup. And then one other thing I want to shout out, especially if Paul George sits tonight and Kawhi ends up playing, he's 6,000. On FanDuel, he's not listed on the injury report right now, so I have to imagine he's suiting up. 6,000 on FanDuel, I'm, I might sprinkle him in a couple lineups tonight. He's 77 on DraftKings. De I definitely don't like paying up for that on DraftKings. But it's 6,000 on FanDuel, averaging 22 fantasy points a game. I might sprinkle Kawhi Leonard in a couple lineups, especially if Paul George is sitting and he's playing. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's a pretty cheap price point. I know he hasn't played over... Uh, he's played 22 minutes and 24 minutes and 20 and 21 minutes in the four games he's played the season. Hasn't played over 24 minutes. Hasn't been too good, but at 6,000, I might risk him in a couple. So just wanted to shout that out there. Honestly, I think that's it for this game. Uh, yeah, that's it for every game. That's eight games on the slate for tonight, Monday, November 21st. Uh, yeah. Looks like that is all I have got. I'm going to double-check that we don't have any more news that's come out. Nope, we are all good. That is all eight games covered. 
Uh, thank you for listening, bearing with me, being patient uh, when it's just me here. I try to, I know I can talk a little fast sometimes. I can get mixed up sometimes, but thank you all for listening and supporting. Uh, it's the week of Thanksgiving, so we're going to get out a couple episodes this week. Not sure what it's going to look like after Thanksgiving, though, Thanksgiving and after through the weekend. Uh, but I'll keep you guys updated over on Twitter. Come follow us over there at 3NKeyPod. That's the number 3, 3NKeyPod. I'll have the injury reports out tonight, update you, uh, all of you guys with all that stuff so you can make sure your lineups and bets are all good. Uh, yeah, just come interact with us over there. Talk to us. Let us know who you like. If you like the guys that I like tonight, just interact with us. Uh, we would love to hear back, hear any feedback from you guys. Uh, whatever you're listening to this on, if you could leave a rating, that's really the, what we ask the most of you, whether it's one star or five stars. Uh, we accept any and all criticism, compliments, all of it. So just please leave a rating on whatever platform you're listening to this on. Uh, and download, share, all that good stuff on whatever platform you're using. And once again, thank you guys so much for supporting us and listening. And yeah, I think that is all I have got. This has been another episode of the 3 in the Key podcast. Yeah.